Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on 630 WLAP. Interact with the show by calling 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287. Now, with Larry Vaught and Anthony White, here's Curtis Birch. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch. Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson, all with you here today. Uh, we were talking some Kentucky basketball in the last hour. If you missed any of that, check us out via podcast. Just search WLAP Sports on your favorite podcast player. Um, and speaking of basketball, we got a question from Tanner on the Twitter feed at Sunday AM Sports. He said, I know there's been a little chatter. What's the real possibility of Jalen Duran joining this team would be a huge signing if so. Jalen Duran is, according to some, the best high school basketball player um, in the country, regardless of class. And you had to put that qualifier on it because he was a junior until very recently when he reclassified and announced that um, he would be done with high school basketball. There was also a report that... The um, G League made him a very, very substantial offer to play in their Ignite program. Uh, Kentucky is among the colleges, I think, that he put out on his most recent list. Of course, UK is still recruiting him. Why wouldn't you if you have a um, guy of that quality? But, uh, Larry, uh, I I don't know, but from what I read, it sounds like this guy is going to Go, gonna go pro and not play any college basketball. Larry? Yes. Do you think uh, Jalen Duran's gonna play college basketball? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't hear you before. So uh, I think probably if I was a betting man, I think with a new name, image, and likeness, I think he will, yes. Even after reclassifying? Yes. Where's he gonna play then? Well, I don't know. We'll find out. But I, I still think it's a. It, it may not uh, be the popular decision right now, or a popular theory. But just for some different things I've heard, I still think it's maybe more of a possibility than some others want to believe. So we'll see. Anthony, if that mil- if the million dollar contract is the number that's been out there was on the table, what would you do if you were Jalen Duran? Only because I've been through the process is not as simple as people may think. College connections and friendships that you make, you know, uh, actually actually playing a year, you can you're always going to have a million dollar contract at some point is going to a million dollars is going to go away at some point. 
because after taxes is only five hundred thousand. And honestly, it depends on his background situation. I'm sure my mother would say, well, the money's not that important, da 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 education, this, that, and the other. She would probably persuade me and that would be huge. But, I mean, it's hard to turn down the million dollars, million dollars. But just because I've been through the process, the, the, the connections and network I made going to college for five years probably outweighs a million dollars. And that's just hindsight being 2020. Yeah. I mean, it is a completely different recruiting landscape um, overall. And when you think about it, uh, the name, image, and likeness, which, of course, got even more national attention since there was a a Senate hearing today, or this week, I mean. And so, uh, Anthony, I don't know. when When I talk to people, it seems like there's still so many more questions than answers on on that front and these decisions as you mentioned are way more complicated than i think people even realize when you factor in everything yeah there's a ton of questions and we joke a lot about uh birch white marketing or white birch marketing but that's where that's where it's going to be yeah the opportunity there for you to make money but do you have time to do you have someone you trust that's going to get you in position and like I said, the the thing that I think the biggest thing that people don't realize, the uh, institutions, the university are not going to be involved in this. As I understand, there's no way you can be involved in this. No, you can't. This That's is a on violation. Your own, right. This is your own, your own on the side. So when are you personally going to have the time to do this and perform your best at the athlete, uh, uh, on the athletic stage? And do you trust somebody? Maybe you have a parent with a business degree, a medical degree, uh, as Johnny Manziel did back when he was in college. So there are some people who can prosper for it. But I don't think there's going to be a ton of people that's going to prosper for the, uh, off the cuff. And I think a lot of people are going to be learning. But the problem probably will be there will probably be a lot of uh, youngsters and uh, teenagers being abused uh, from people using them and, and whatnot. Yeah, with most things, uh, Larry, when they're new, there's there's people that try to take advantage of the system for their own enrichment um, and so this whole process with name, image, and likeness will kind of, I think it'll be a feeling out um, for a little bit until everybody understands how things will operate. Yeah, I think it's going to be an intriguing process uh, for, for, for many, many people. I mean, heck, I'm even anxious to see, Curtis, what it might do like a Division three school like, like Center College here in, in Danville. Let's say there's somebody that's really, really uh, popular here. That means maybe some uh, advertiser will jump on and want to cut a deal with with that athlete. Or, uh, to be honest, I don't even know if they're, if they're allowed to since Division Three's done scholarship. Yeah, I don't have the answers answers to those questions, but it seems like July 1st is kind of the deadline it, to a certain extent, people are working with because some of the state laws uh, will allow for it uh, to be starting then. And so how uh, that was a lot of what you heard, um, Anthony, I don't know how much you watched. I didn't watch much of it. I just saw a few clips uh, from like the like Mark Few, who was at that Senate hearing, talked about how they they would like a national law. So everybody understands what's going on and are playing 
by the same rules. And I know the criticism, and it's deserved, that the NCAA could have already passed a rule and this wouldn't be an issue. So it's, it is on them, but I understand from like a coaching perspective and a team management perspective, everybody wants to get on the same page as soon as possible. And that, 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 uh, that deadline is fast approaching for some of those state laws. Yeah, and that's where I think it, that also makes the water a little murkier. That uh, you think about uh, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV. You know, they just the, the type of people that are attracted to that, you know, that community, that city. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, I just hope, like I, like I just stated, I just hope no one really gets hurt or loses an opportunity from not understanding the rules and, and I think that's why it's been so hard to, to pass this thing for years and, and give the opportunity because there's too many avenues that this thing could go sideways and destroy an institution, a family, an individual's opportunity or an individual itself. Yeah, um, I think that everybody in in the process is working as hard as possible to make sure no athletes get taken advantage of. But as you said, Anthony just look at what's going on over the past few years it seems like there's always something that people will will try to take advantage of um so we are gonna go to a break right now and coming up after this we're gonna have a guest so um stay tuned and we're gonna share a special big time star guest right after this i'm curtis birch with larry vaught anthony white Bo robinson this is kentucky bank sunday morning sports talk Welcome back into Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson with you here today. We are now thrilled to be joined by a special guest, Kentucky Athletics Hall of Famer, former UK linebacker, former NFL linebacker, Wesley Woodyard. Good morning, Wesley. Thanks for jumping on with us. Good morning, my BBN family. How y'all doing? We're doing pretty well. Uh, the reason... Uh, you wanted some put out a tweet about getting some media in Lexington. Is your charity organization sixteen dot way sixteen ways? Uh, you can find it sixteen ways dot org. More information is having a, a golf scramble coming up here in town. Yep, yep, that's right, man. Uh, my foundation sixteen ways. We're putting on our third annual, uh, third annual golf scramble. It's going to be at the University of uh, Club of Kentucky. You can go to our website, 16ways.org, backslash golf scramble to find out more information about it. We're looking for a, a meal, some meal sponsors. Singles are welcome to play. If you want to put together a team, it's $500 a team. Uh, man, but, you know, this is one of our, our events that we do to come in the city, help raise a little, uh, a little funds to, to put back into the community of Lexington, out in Michigan, out in Colorado, in Georgia. So we're just trying to, you know, raise some funds to continue to do the work in the community that we love to help. Wesley, explain a little bit about exactly what kind of work your foundation does do and what an impact it's already had. Uh, yeah, man, 16 Way. Well, it streams from my, my college number and high school number, 16. Uh, me and my cousin, Derek, we, we both understand uh, that it takes more than – just one person in a child's life to help them push them to their dreams. And that's something that my cousin Derek did for me. He helped uh, help me 
he made a lot of sacrifices in my life, and, and that's why we came up with this principle of it's not about us, it's about our youth. They're our future, and, man, we have a, a lot of great mentoring programs. We have a Do the Right Thing program in the state of Georgia. We have a girls program in Colorado. And uh, Lexington, we gave away some uh, some books this year. We weren't able to really to do too much, of course, because of COVID, but we're always out there on the forefront just trying to promote positive change in our kids' uh, lives, just, you know, influencing them in a positive way. There's too many different ways that kids can go, and our foundation members, we all realize that, hey, we have to be the ones out there to go and change, the, change these lives of these kids, and that's what we look forward to doing every time we're interacting with them. Hey, Wesley's. Anthony White, a uh, former player. What up, Ed? What up, Ed? Kind of a distant friend. Yours. What's going on, man? <laughs> I was a long time we've out. seen each other passing through cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Hey, you're a busy man. You're a busy man. I called your secretary <laughs> to, try to, get a, uh, to try to get a meeting. But, uh, you know, I noticed you said you were uh, 16 with your high school and college number. I'm, I'm very fond of uh, the LaGrange, the LaGrange area, and, you know, starting with I think there was a player before, you know, Quentin McCord in my era. Is there still yep. y'all still have that connection down on the Grange in Kentucky? Because I know you do. A, I know you do a lot of Lexington football camps and scrambles. I've been involved in quite a few of them. Is that Lagrange connection still there with uh with, with Kentucky Lexington? Man, you know, it, uh, we had a commitment that was supposed to be going there, but he went. He he he's from the, the Crosstown rivalry, so he didn't want to listen to us. He went somewhere else. But, man, that, that LaGrange pipeline is still there. Uh, our program is uh, is turning over a new leaf. You know, we had a little rough patch. They have too many good athletes coming out of there. But now they're back on track, getting things together. But it's a lot of great players, man, that come from our hometown. We got three high schools out there that's kick and tell. Calloway High School, who I just uh, I, didn't, I didn't mention, but I mentioned about a program that I have in that school called Do the Right Thing. They just won um, – the state championships. They had uh, their their running back, who was also on my program, was the SEC co-offensive rookie of the year. So it's a lot of great talent in Lagrange, man. And uh, those kids are always picking my brains on which school to go to. And you know me, being a, a, a happy Kentucky alum, I'm always trying to put that big blue nation out there in front of them so they can see it. <laughs> well, I think Anthony, you need to get. Get your team with Coach Stewart, and you all need to go in and get entered in uh, in Wesley's golf scramble too. Oh, I was in there last year. I was. I'm still using the towel I got. I got a little cooler. <laughs> uh, he gave some great items, man. The food was good afterwards. I, I was there. I got to see. Hey, Larry, I got to see how Stu plays first before I take my <laughs> Wesley guys. Man. <laughs> Uh, you, you, you say you just can't have anybody on your team, huh? <laughs> hey, I don't like losing, man. Hey, hey, Wes, I don't like losing. I feel that. I, I was telling some friends. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just finishing up church on my side. I was just telling some friends. I said, man, people don't really care who you are at a golf scramble. They just want to know, can you play? Can you hit? And, and can you carry the team about three or four holes? Can you do that? If you could do that, you could play on my team. <laughs> well, exactly. what, do, do a lot of do a lot of your former teammates come and have, have a chance to participate in something like this? Are you expecting several of them to be there? Yeah. Um, well, well, right now, a, a couple guys are, of course, out of town. I just got through talking to Dickie a couple weeks ago. Dickie, so Dickie was like, he'll probably show up. Keenan always comes around. You know, Andre showing up. Jacob will show up. So. You never know, man. We're still we're still trying to, you know, see who all is available and, and going to make the trip. But my guys always show up. Just we we support, man. It's a brotherhood, so you never know who's going to show up. 
and I just had a, a listener text me a, a message, but uh, saying that he doesn't play golf. But if he wanted to, maybe just make a contribution to your foundation. Oh, how would he go about doing that? Yeah, uh, thank thank you. So just visit sixteenways.org. The the so it's the number sixteen in ways.org, and there is a donation tab in in the website, and you can you can donate there. And everything is a tax write off, man. And Again, what comes in, it goes back out. There's no no funniness going on with the funds. Everything is accounted for at the end of the year, and we just want to get out there and work. So any any donation, it, it goes a it goes a mile, man. It goes miles. So thank you to all the listeners who, like you said, might not want to play golf, but they want to help out. Again, visit sixteenways.org. Wesley, as we wrap up here, we we can't have you on without getting your thoughts on on Kentucky football right now and as you mentioned you're around town and around the uh, the program still a lot so how are you feeling going into next season I don't know if you saw but the Kentucky recently got a new commitment from a transfer the old Miss linebacker how are you feeling about UK football man I'm, I'm really liking where we're at you know I think the sky's the limit and I think now for a long time that the, the 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 grass for we reaching and winning the SEC East and and fighting for the SEC championship it's a reality now you know there's been a lot of good players that came through this program because Stoops the the turnover ratio to to improve these guys from high school stars to making them professional athletes it's big and I think you can see that on the horizon and I think other SEC teams recognize and they respect Kentucky now. Uh, you know, it, it's not just a, a Kentucky blue wave that's going to show up. It's a Kentucky blue wave that's going to show up, and they're going to drown you, and they're going to kill your butt out there on the field. So it's good to, to see that the program, man, is being respected throughout college football. For sure. And, 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 and Wesley, you know, there's two uh, – they're not from LaGrange, but there's two linebackers coming to Kentucky from Georgia that you need to go and get familiar with their names of uh, Trevin Wallace and uh, Martez Thrower. I'm not saying they'll be Wesley Woodyard and Danny Trevathan, but I think they're going to be pretty good. Hey, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I can't wait to get back on the campus, man, and work with my linebackers whenever I get a chance. Coach Stoops, is you listening or anybody at the U.K. Athletics? Hey, I'm flying out of Orlando International Airport, so come on and send me a ticket. I'm coming up there to train the guys whenever y'all need me, man. So I'm excited. And you can see, man, that defense wins championships, and that's where Coach Stoops realized that we got to continue to get great linebackers in here, but we want to be a dominant defense. And that secondary has been holding it down for a couple of years, but we got to get back to to putting those physicality, that 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 fear into these guys when they're coming across the middle. And, and that's what Square does, and, and, and I'm excited to see that. For sure. Wesley, uh, we'll uh, link to it on our, our Twitter page, 16 Ways Foundation, 16ways.org. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and good luck with the event. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Wesley Woodyard, former U.K. Uh, linebacker, Kentucky Athletics Hall of Fame, uh, played a lot of years in the NFL. And, Anthony, just a minute left in this segment. But, you know, that group, and now it's continuing with Jamin Davis. Just This year, the, the linebackers of Kentucky have always been a, a shining light. Yeah, and that's why I think this was an attractive location. And that's what uh, Wesley said, bringing these guys in as high school stars. And now we're not just making them SEC players. We're turning to professional football players. I, I, and Wesley is one of those guys who developed here. Exactly right. we got to get to a break. Coming up after this, we're going to dive into the college football playoff expansion. What's it mean for Kentucky? What's it mean for the SEC? 
What's it mean for college football overall? If you have any thoughts or comments on us, hit us up on Twitter at Sunday AM Sports. I'm Curtis Birch with Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson. This is Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson, all with you here today. Thanks again to Wesley Woodyard for jumping on the show to talk some football and talk a little bit about his foundation and the upcoming golf scramble. As we said last segment, you can find the link to participate or donate in our Twitter feed at Sunday AM Sports. Big news out of college football. It, it looks like the college football playoff will be expanding, not to six, not to eight, not to ten, but to 12 teams. Um, it's, of course, not finalized, but the way I'm reading things, it sounds like it just needs a couple more stamps of approval and that it'll be all set to be implicated in the upcoming years. The earliest it could happen would be 2023, according to what I read. Um, the format of the 12 teams... Um, would be there be four teams that get a bye. Those would be the top four conference champions. And then five through eight in the rankings would host um, home games against seeds nine through 12. Uh, the 12 teams overall would be decided based on the six highest rated conference champions and then the six uh, at-large teams. A uh, lot to digest there, Anthony, uh, but overall, what, what were your thoughts and all your thoughts about this uh, ex, uh, expanded college football playoff? Uh, I, did, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I like to see. I think there's not really the past, I guess, six years hasn't been much of a discrepancy. There may have been one team, but I don't think you really argue with the champion. But I think it gives uh, the underdogs an opportunity. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. To, or somebody who has a gripe or a complaint on why they weren't in the, in, the, in the playoff series before, I think it gives them an opportunity to stake their claim. But like I said, the past six years, I think I've been pretty good with at least three of them. There's always probably been one question, but uh, it's, I've been... I think they've been pretty good with the top three, and uh, the champion was pretty much undis- uh, there was undisputed. I mean, there was no dispute about that. So, I'm, but I'm cool with more games. More football is always good. Yeah, I think most people agree with that. Larry Vaught, what are your thoughts on it? Hey, I'm all for it. I can already see Kentucky being in the top twelve, being in the playoff. 
they were close to many people pointed that out they were close to it um in in 2018 and you never know if but if there's you know after one loss you're kind of almost out in the sec to a certain extent depending on the thing so maybe there's a little more focus when you go down to tennessee and pull out a win who knows and then you're in it um but uh how did you like larry the the way teams are being sorted and the the conference championship aspect of it of course Notre Dame will not be able to be one of the top four seeds ever unless they they join a conference and I think that goes for obviously any other independents uh, across the country so that was an aspect of it people talked about how did you like the way uh, it has been proposed right now to kind of sort how the field will be playing I guess I have got so old that maybe my perspective changes a little bit, and I know any time you have change, it's not going to suit everybody. So I just think you do the best you can. And for all the folks who've been clamoring for an expanded playoff, there's never going to be a perfect way. I mean, there's never a perfect number. So I thought overall it it, it seems okay to me. Uh, I like the way they're going to try to play some of the games on college campuses. I thought that was a good a good thing to do, and I, I, I kind of fear, or I kind of believe I'm like, Anthony, though, i got a feeling that you're trying to expand the playoffs, but when it gets down to the Final Four, it's still going to be three or four of those teams that you're kind of used to seeing there anyway for a while, but again, I, I'm okay with the changes because there's nothing you can do that's going to make everybody happy, and overall, it seemed fine to me. Anthony, how do you think that the, the sorting process is in your eyes? Uh, I'm I'm pretty fair with it. I'm like I said, after you get outside of the Big Ten, SEC, and at this point, I guess the ACC, it's uh, I, I you know I was a big uh, what team was that? Was it Central Florida? What what team went undefeated and didn't get an opportunity? Yeah, that was Central Florida. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I really felt like they should have got it, and I still really felt like they should get an opportunity. So uh, you know, given the the smaller Smaller guys an opportunity to at least play in because if you do knock off, they were showing. Uh, I guess what it would have been last year: uh, Memphis against number five Georgia, then would have eventually played Oklahoma, or two years ago. And uh, some of these games, like if you, I think if you can get in there and you can knock off a, a big kind of team, a top ten team, then you may maybe you may prove you have a chance. But uh, as Larry and I both said. Once you once you get to that top tier, they're sitting there not playing games, waiting for you to, you know, get banged up a couple weeks prior. I don't know if it's, I guess it'll be a week, a week time. I don't know if it'll be more than a week, you know. So once you get to the top four teams, I think you're already going to be banged up, and they're going to be fresh, and it's still going to end up the same way. But then you kind of get rid of some of the gripe, and it gives you more news to talk about, and uh, I guess it does circulate more money in college football. Yeah, well, Anthony, that's uh, the the extended game aspect of it is something people are, are discussing. Uh, you could, in I guess, if you're going to max it out now in theory, like, for example, a few years ago when Georgia lost in the SEC championship but still made the national championship in the, in the football, you would have your regular season, you would have, and this is, I'm maxing it, like I said, all the way out, so you lose in your conference, so you're not one of those top four seeds. Regular season, conference championship game, 
and then you're in this uh, 12-team playoff, if you make it all the way, that's that's a very long year for a college football player. Yeah, but, you know, I think the, the – like, like like we all said, you're not going to make anybody happy, so here's your choice, you're hurting. Your season is done after that, and you play in a bowl game, or do you, you put your big boy boots on, play another game, and get an opportunity at least to get the sniff uh, the national championship game? But you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, I don't want to play a long season. Well, if you handle your business through the season, it won't be a long season. You're going to be one of the top four. But if you don't, then here's your consolation. You get to play another big dog, and if you can beat them, and then that, and that's a hard goal. That's kind of like an SEC schedule. Play a conference championship, a top ten team. Now you enter the playoffs against, against the big dog. So be a lot. That, that is a group. That's going to be a grueling month. Would be very. That would be. Whew, that would be tough. <laughs> um, we got a caller on the line. Harold is on there. Good morning, Harold. Good morning. How are y'all today? Good. Well, I have a request for Larry Vaught. Uh, you know, high, or schools in Kentucky in general, you know, in the past we've had a lot of – Kentucky's littered with one-room school rooms all across the state. And as Kentucky has transitioned from one-room school rooms into bigger high schools and stuff, I would like for Larry Vaught to write – kind of an article on the history of Kentucky, the one-room school rooms, and how we have transitioned to bigger high schools and how that's affected football in the state of Kentucky. Well, that might sound like more work than Larry Vaughn can do. <laughs> I have faith in you, Larry. You're, you've been around Kentucky a long time, and if anybody can do it, you can do it because you're smart. And well, very, you're, you're very talented. You're all the right things to push my buttons. You know, you know, I, <laughs> that's the right way. But and I do think that's a very interesting because you have to be old enough to remember what what you're talking about there, how things have have changed. But I mean, just the level because you know, well, my parents have passed away. But you know, when we would go out, you know, they lived, you know, at, you know, out in the country, and you know, the whole. I mean, you can go across the whole entire state of Kentucky and people would never know that these were one room school rooms because they've been they were either old converted houses that have been converted back or their their stores or lots of things now. But you know you know, you could never have football programs at these schools because you know you may only have twenty, thirty kids in these schools. And you know, where we've transitioned to bigger high schools and stuff and how it's changed. Um uh, because I can remember when, you know, Louisville and Lexington were all, really the only places that had, high, you know, high schools big enough really for football programs. Yep. But, you know, now you can go all across the state and places have football programs. That's 100% true. Thank you for the call, Harold. Yeah, there, there's still a few small schools in Kentucky. They're, they're not one-room one schools, but they're not big enough to have a uh, – a football program up, and some of the private schools that have opened are, are, are that way. But but there's not many anymore that are like that. Mm-hmm. Football state, as you say, Mister Vaught. Um, Has speaking been of, for years. Speaking of high school, you wanted to, to discuss some of the high school basketball all-star games that were taking place, right? 
Yeah, I thought we ought to definitely mention that the uh, K- Kentucky girls, uh, who were huge underdogs against an Indiana team that was loaded with a lot of uh, high-level Division One talent, and Kentucky had several of their better players not play. But for the first time since 2017, Kentucky won the game uh, last night in Indianapolis and actually felt like they should have won Friday night in Owensboro, but uh, but didn't. And, of course, one reason I paid a lot of attention because there was three or four of the girls on there that I'd watched a lot in high school. One is Macy Blevins of Wayne County who had a double-double with 20 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, and she's a Western Kentucky signee. And then uh, Alexis Smitty from uh, Southwestern here in the 12th region set a Kentucky All-Star game record with 12 assists. So big win for them. They had a lot of players play really, really well. I think this ought to give them a little pat on the back because it's not uh, not easy to go to Indianapolis and win. That's right. Hey. Take that, Hoosiers. Hey, and Curtis, while we're handing out high school accolades, can I can I get one, please, sir? Fine. Well, Larry Vaughn, I don't know if you remember who my college roommate was, but, well, I had several, because I always say that, and there's always a different name, depending on the situation. <laughs> uh, Tony Wood, Anthony Wood from uh, Louisville St. X, was my roommate my sophomore year, before okay. he transferred to EKU. His, his son broke his records. At St. X, but also took envisioned, uh, and, uh, we all 3A, you call it, we're divisions, Ohio. Uh, 3A, he took, uh, first in the long jump, triple jump. I think they took, he was on the team that took third in the four by one, and they also placed in another, uh, event. It might have been the open 200 or the four by four, but that was my college roommate. His son took, you know, one and stayed in long jump and triple jump. Also broke his records, so that's you know kind of goes back to old BBN. I wanted to give him a shout out, old Roomy, Room Dog. There we go. Yeah, well, that's big. And of course, the state Kentucky State High School track meet was this weekend, and I could go on and on about that. But one of the uh, record-setting performances was by Sophie Galloway out of Marshall County, who set the state triple jump record with a leap of forty-one-seven and and three quarters she ended up her high school career with 10 state championships and she's headed for unfortunately headed for the university of tennessee but i still think one day we got a great chance of maybe seeing her in the olympics competing in the heptathlon she's a really really special special athlete really cool stuff and speaking of the olympics nine uh kentucky wildcat swimmers uh prepare for the trials for the u.s olympics um and so they'll they'll be coming up. I think they begin today. So state no, the June thirteenth. They're they're arriving today. The way it looks like, and that'll be going on through this month. So uh, stay on the lookout. Follow UK Athletics, and they'll be sharing some links. Hopefully, we can get some qualifiers from that uh, awesome swim team that we we talked about in uh, uh, weeks past. So, all right, we're gonna go to our final break. And coming up after this, we'll wrap up this edition of the show. If you have any last-minute questions or comments, hit us up at Sunday AM Sports. I'm Curtis Birch with Larry Vaught, Anthony White, Bo Robinson. You are listening to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Welcome back in to Kentucky Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Curtis Birch, Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson, all with you here today. Got a tweet from Maverick, who said, I think Harold is correct, in that 
consolidation of smaller community schools into larger countywide schools has helped bring about more and better high school football throughout the Commonwealth. Good observation. Often say we have the smartest listeners in all of the land, and uh, Larry Vault, once again, we were proven correct. Larry? Yes, I can't hear, didn't hear anything, Curtis. Well, you've been missing some good stuff, bud. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened there, but I'm, I'm with you now. <laughs> you always are. What's going on on Vaughtsviews dot com this week? Well, it's going to be a busy week for me. I'm uh, working on a story on UK freshman golfer Laney Fry and what an incredible season that uh, she had, which I think is really, really special. My doing a story with um, Martez Thrower's coach from down in Georgia about what impact he could maybe have at Kentucky uh, as a freshman. I'm going to be the MC for the Miss Preteen Contest at the Boyle County Fair this week, and I'm taking my grandson to the Lynn Bowden football game. Lynn Bowden football and I'm also camp. Go, and I'm also going up to hear uh, ESPN's Katie George speak at the Louisville Quarterback Club and going to talk to her about Kentucky's Volleyball National Championship. Oh, my goodness. Man, I, I don't think there's enough hours in this week, Larry. Where's Lynn Bowden's camp? What's going on with that? It, it it's back at Somerset for the second year. What he what he came in and did last year for the Somerset uh, Youth Football League does a three hour camp on Saturday night. They invited him last year and he said yes. And when he left, he told them to make sure to invite him back. And they thought he was just being nice, but they decided to take a chance and do it anyway. And so he's flying in again to do a football camp there. Awesome, that's right, Anthony. As you, we often have <laughs> been talking these last few weeks. Once you start doing those camps, you kind of get addicted to them. Oh yeah, and as you know about Lynn, all you got to do is plug him in anywhere. Tell him where you need him at. He's going to be there. <laughs> that's and right. He's going to perform <laughs> outstandingly. He often complained about not getting to play defensive back. He was. He said he was over there trying to, uh, you know, get the stuff. So he needed him to teach him defensive stuff. He's on it. Quarterback, obviously. Wide receiver, of course. Running back. I mean, the Raiders drafted him to play there, even though it didn't work out. Now he's in Miami. Um, so wherever you need special teams, of course. He didn't get a chance to do that later in his Kentucky career because he was so valuable on the other stuff. So. Yeah, he's a plug-and-play player and a plug-and-play camp instructor. Uh, what's going on with you this week, Anthony? Well, I'll be back home. Uh, so I'll be back in my old gigs. I missed the shows this week. Uh, my couple Van house uh, took over them. So we're going to get back, just get back to normal business, man, catch up on what's going on in the NBA playoffs Uh you know, some of the signees, what we're looking at at football now. And there's tons of camps because I believe Wesley has a football camp coming up. Danny has a football camp, I think, two weeks from now. Uh, and uh, shooting golf scrambles. So, you know, catch up, get some of these guys on to talk about some of that stuff, man. Oh, awesome. locker room talk. Be great. So follow at the locker 411 on Twitter. Look them up on YouTube or find the podcast. Just follow Anthony at a dot white a d o t white. Of course, you can follow Larry at Vaught's Views and read his work, uh, Vaught's I don't know exactly what's on the agenda for me this week with the UK Sports Network. Um, if you missed them, you can check out the podcast. Most recently, we did um, on the Behind Kentucky Football with Coach Chris Collins and Coach Corey Edmond and Coach Mark Hill. We talked about those a little last week. Also released uh, an interview with Coach Craig Skinner. National Championship Coach, about a lot of things. You can find that on the UK Sports Network radio feeds. Just 
search UK Sports Network Radio on your favorite podcast player, and you can find that there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Thanks to Bo for making the show work, and thanks to everybody who called in, commented on Twitter, or listened out there. You've been listening to Kentucky Bank, Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Where do we take it from here? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.